All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the UNE Guide podcast and radio show. For those of you who don't know what we're all about, we're a weekly podcast designed to help students become familiar with some of the different aspects of studying with UNE. Whether that be online or on campus, we've got you covered. So for today's podcast, we'll be discussing some of the changes associated with your study journey and tips for how students can adapt to those changes. I'll be joined by the charming Fiona Murray and Lachlan Kirby Barrett, who are going to be sharing their experiences as well as some tips and strategies to battle the negative side effects that are all too often associated with these changes. Fee, would you mind letting the students know a little bit about yourself and what you've got going on in your life right now? Thanks, Connor. It's a pleasure to be back again. Um, I think it turns out I've got a face for radio, which is very exciting. Um, I am a student life coordinator. Uh, sorry, I am a student life advisor working with the student life coordinators. Um, so we work within the Student Wellness Centre, um, which is catered for both on campus and students studying online. Um, and what have I got going on at the moment? I am actually in the final stages of purchasing a block of land, which is very, very exciting. So hopefully, um, which seems like everyone around the country is purchasing some form of real estate. Um, but yeah, finalising a block of land, which is very exciting. So fingers crossed that all happens in the next week or two. Awesome. Uh, Lockie, do you want to let the students know a little bit about yourself? Yep. Hi everyone, I am Lachlan. I am a previous student at UNE um, and have done both on-campus and online study and I'm now currently also working at the university. Awesome. What did you study? So I did a Bachelor of Business majoring in Marketing and Management, so all good things. Cool. Awesome. All right, now that everyone's introduced themselves, why don't we begin by addressing the largest cause of change over the past year and a bit. Um, and how the university and its students uh, had to adapt to the changes brought on by COVID-19. So I'll start with Fee. Fee, what are your thoughts and views on how we've had to adapt to the COVID pandemic? I think the biggest thing with COVID uh, is that it hasn't been the consistent the whole way through. Um, I think that um, we were adapting constantly um, as not only the university was receiving advice from the government, um, but the whole world has been constantly adapting. So um, I think being in Australia, we've, we do have to actually count our blessings, constantly watching the news and seeing how other places such as Brazil's going at the moment in the news is, is quite sad. Um, they just don't have the health resources like we do um, to be able to cope with the influx that they're receiving. Um, whereas, um, despite the <laughs> topic that is uh, happening at the moment with the rollout um, of the vaccine program in, within Australia, um, which is an issue in itself, um, well, I think we've been quite lucky um, and we need to recognise that. Studying-wise, um, I do feel for the students, particularly the Year 12 cohort who have come through. There's so many things that they have missed out on, um, even just in the kind of transitioning experience and finalising their, their schooling years um, to come into university. Um, whereas we've had a lot of students who have joined UNE because um, their jobs are at risk because of COVID. So um, I think there's a lot of different aspects there that have been impacted by COVID. Um, as far as uh, on-campus students are concerned, I think there's a lot of people who, and I'm sure we'll discuss this probably in a bit more detail later, um, are used to that face-to-face -face component that they're not actually receiving at the moment. Um, whereas some people have a had to adapt to 
you know, juggling loss of jobs as well. So yeah, there's there's a lot going on. I, I hats off to anyone who's actually studying at the moment. I think you're all superheroes and just rock up to working, uh, rock up to lectures or um, walk around town with capes because I think you're all amazing. So yeah, definitely. Um, not only for those students who are just finishing up high school and in year 12, but students who've been looking to graduate. I know that all over Australia and all over the world, probably there's been issues with graduations and those sort of things. So everyone's working on it and trying our best. Absolutely. Um, and I, mean, I think that's that's a very good point is that we as the student, um, uh, the, 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 the area of the university that interacts with students the most, our favourite thing is dealing with students face to face. We as staff are missing you all so much um, and wish that we could see you there and be there for graduation too. So we are also feeling your pain, we promise. Definitely. And, and Lockie, what do you think about how we've had to adapt and change based on COVID? Yeah, I think the main aspect for a lot of students is either going from an on-campus site and study and either moving back home um, to the online where you might not have uh, the resources at home, such as a good study space or um, <coughs> the resources to improve um, and get everything sorted. Um, I know at the moment there's like a phase shift um, for on like that they've brought on-campus students back and they're slowly um, seeing what they can do to help out um, in that aspect, which is always really good. Yeah, absolutely. We've got um, all our colleges are back to normal, which is so such a relief. Um, I know it's just the little things, but our students having to eat out of prepackaged containers is something that you don't think about until you actually have to eat out of a container, not an proper knife and fork with a plate um, so the fact that they are back to regular intercollege sport sporting competitions and town sporting competitions are back and running and um, formal dinners are happening and um, other events around campus are all back into swing which is only sort of in that final phase phase now which is nice so it's the beginning of seeing life return to normal yeah definitely slowly but surely returning yeah. um, to that sort of typical college and university atmosphere which is great to see um moving on to students or something from a, a student perspective if i were a student who could never imagine succeeding um, in online study just based on my previous study experiences so whether that be uh, in high school or previous university studies or TAFE or those sort of things where in the past we've been able to study in person rather than online or I'm just somebody who would prefer to study in person. Are there any steps I could take to help bridge the gap and make myself more comfortable with the current circumstances? <coughs> yeah, I can definitely answer this one um, as a previous student. So because I have had to deal with um, those sorts of issues myself um, and like tips and tricks to overcome them, um, I always try to get um, online study groups with people um, who are far away and close by. Um, I always attended like the lectures classes um, online as well as re-watching them just to get all of the information because it can be um, a lot harder to raise your hand in an online atmosphere. Um, <clears throat> however, what I thought helped me the most was actually um, moving to a physical um, library that was close by my hometown. And that way I had a um, environment that was um, study productive and um, I could get the most benefit out of as well. Yeah, from my own personal experience, um, when I was studying 
external to work or working at the same time. Um, I was quite fortunate, and I know this isn't the situation that a lot of us find it in, but with external study centres around the country, um, you you may be able to find someone who's studying a similar degree to you or even studying a similar time as you. And what I mean by that is that even if they're actually studying a separate degree to you, you two can still be each other's support um, that you need. I think when when you think about face-to-face learning, it's, it's a lot more than just face-to-face learning. You actually need to take into account what it is that you require. Um, for me personally, it was being accountable and actually having someone to, I, I wouldn't do things for myself, but I'm all the happy to do things for other people. So what I mean by that is that um, we um, organised to meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays from about 4.30 after work till about 6 o'clock at night. Um, sometimes we were doing our own content, sometimes we were doing similar content to each other, um, but it's just someone who you know will message you if you're not turning up. We we booked a regular time, uh, location in the library as well that we met at. Um, but yeah, just having someone to keep you accountable um, and then you've got someone to debrief, you've got someone to say, let's just punch out the next 20 minutes and then we'll go and grab a cup of tea or coffee. So um, yeah, I think, um, and, and and we at the Student Wellness Centre um, in, at Student Life at UNE.edu.au um, are happy to be there and ask for support. Sometimes you just need a separate time to sit down and brainstorm what what things um, may work for you in your personal circumstance and and having a brainstorm around that can really help. So we're always happy to do that with you. Yeah, super important to make sure that you guys don't feel alone when it comes to this sort of thing. Everyone who transitions from studying in person to studying online usually goes through at least some sort of rough period where they're trying to adjust and adapt to that new change. And I think Fee's right, building a support network around you of students who are in similar situations is just the best they might have studied online before as well be able to provide you some useful tips especially in relation to what in particular you're studying it's just a great idea all around um all right and i guess we'll move on to what are some of the what are some of the changes i guess that you need to adapt to uh, when you're faced with moving homes or coming to college so are there any helpful tips that students could incorporate into their daily lives or routines that would make them feel more at ease when they get here um, i know for a lot of students it's quite difficult being in a home environment um, and you know living with family for example and then having to travel potentially across to another country um, to be here speaking to our international students what, what sort of advice could you give to those students or anyone domestic as well that's leaving their home and coming to a place like this for the first time? Um, yeah, that's a very good question. And, and I totally understand the overwhelming feeling where you're like, what decision have I made? Um, in regards to Armadale or moving to a new, t- so moving to Armadale for study, um, whether it's in college or living in town, um, my biggest advice would be to start to explore on the weekends. So, um, Go to the farmers markets, go to the Armadale Town Mall markets, um, chat to the people who are there, see if you've got any similar interests with anyone who's there. Um, We've got amazing national parks, which are looking pretty spectacular at the moment, Um, particularly if you do happen to move to town and you have a young family or a dog. you can tell I'm a dog person, Um, going to any of the pine forests or dog walking areas are a really good way to be able to connect and meet new people. Um, 
I know not everyone's sporty, but sporting clubs are spectacular in, in Armidale in winter. Um, there's a huge rugby, both league and union comps that are happening. Um, we've also got hockey and netball. We've got new netball courts uh, in Armidale, which are pretty spectacular. So if you do find that you play any of those, or even if you used to play at school and you're thinking, hey, I think I could find some joggers somewhere in my cupboard, um, you just need to approach, um, and usually through social media is the best avenue to do this, any of the sporting club or main organisations and just say, look, I'm a 25-year-old single girl who's just moved to this town and I would like to join a netball team and I'm happy with C grade. Um, 100% of the time they will be able to find you a team Um, they may not be able to get back to you straight away but they will find you a team that you'll be able to play with Um, and they could end up being your support network while you're studying Um, I get that people aren't necessarily in Armidale some are moved into new towns and then studying study Um, and I sort of have this try and say yes even if you really don't want to I know coming into winter it's very hard to actually get dressed up brush your hair and um, get out there and meet new people but often when you do do that say you go to trivia at a pub um, it will be then that they say hey there's markets on on the weekend or there's something happening and that's then leads to something else or there's a movie going on this weekend so um, even if you don't want to um, sometimes just saying yes um, it can turn out to be a really nice night out so um, and if not you can always connect with clubs and societies at UNA and they can help you. All right. We'll be back to hear Lockie's response to that question as well. We're going to play Teskey Brothers uh, So Caught Up. Um, We'll see you back here shortly on Tune FM 106.9.
All right, and we're back uh, with the UNE Guide podcast. Today we're talking about adapting to change with Fiona Murray and Lockie Kirby Barrett. So, um, Lockie, would you like to continue on from the previous question just before the song break? So, what are some of the challenges that we need to adapt to and change with uh, when we're moving, you know, homes and coming to college or university? Yeah, yeah I completely agree with um, Fee from before. Um, with just getting involved. Um, at university and town, and I know how um, moving anywhere um, between towns or interstate, into country can be a really scary thought. But personally, um, because I've had to move a couple times as well, so just from speaking from personal experience, taking the um, step and reaching out to events, clubs, and societies. Um, I know most towns might have like pub trivia and that's a great way to um, meet new people and meet the locals, see what's happening around town. And the best thing is you don't even have to like drink or spend money for it. Um, So that's always a good aspect and a good place to start. Yeah, I know that you've had um, quite a colourful background when it comes to moving around. You've lived overseas and that sort of thing too. Um, for any international students, is there any particular advice or anything like that that you can think of? Yeah, um, for international students moving to Armadale, um, the best advice um, I could give is uh, to say hi to your um, neighbours. That It's the best way to socialise and meet new people because um, they might have a similar interest um, as you, as what Fee said um, from before. And it's the best way to um, get out of your um, zone um, and meet new people. And it's only a doorstop away or a meter away. Cool. All right. I've also heard from a lot of students that over time they feel fairly overwhelmed um, when they're doing their university degree, especially towards the beginning, um, all the way up to the maybe the middle of their second year uh, when they start to get on top of things, which is, you know, totally dependent on their time management, personality, that sort of thing. Um, do you guys have any advice for those students or any tips that you could give them in regards to, I guess, fast-tracking that sort of experience and getting on top of everything when they're in a new situation like this? Yeah, and um, and don't, don't beat yourself up. Everyone else is actually – it's one of those situations where I think if you looked around, you think everyone else has got – excuse my language, but got their shit together and um, and you're feeling like the only one that doesn't, um, I can 100% assure you that every single person that you see that is commencing study for the first time or coming back to study after quite a while off is overwhelmed or second-guessing their choices. Um, so trust yourself. Um, you're not alone um, and it's completely understandable to feel... Um, like that um my advice would be not to take on too much um so there's this sort of saying that is getting to know how to study is almost like a full-time unit in itself um you know learning to understand how the platform works with Moodle, getting your email set up, um, knowing who's who to talk to, understanding how the library book loan system works or finding out where textbooks are, getting the textbooks there in time, all that sort of stuff. Um, So my suggestion would be possibly take advantage of UNE's trimester system, the fact that you do not need to actually study four units to be considered a full-time student. You could study three. Um, And again, depending on your course load um, you could actually actually pick up three units um, each trimester and still end up with 
um, a significant achievement at the end of the year. So um, that would be my first advice, would be not to take on to too much, um, and three units is fine. Um, my other suggestion would be please ask for help. Um, 100% there are other people who are in the same situation, um, and there are no stupid questions. So we have jargon of university life is tricky um, and even if you're a new staff member at UNE it takes a while to even get, get used to it so um, ask for help we've got an unbelievable amount of resources whether it's financial um, mental health resources or even teeing you up counselling or time management assistance um, please take advantage of that um, yeah that's probably my big top ones um particularly for those shout outs for anyone who's studying studying again um after you have had a significant time off um if you're anything like me and studied in the early 2000s at university um it's a bit different now so you don't have the whole run up the hill um on the dot of 4.49 to hand a, an assignment in and get time stamped physically um you have to understand how um, academic, academic integrity modules work and submitting assignments online and um, the whole preventing plagiarism alarms from going off, all those sorts of things. So there's lots to take in um, that is very different from probably when you last studied. So um, yeah, so look after yourself and don't take on too much. That was probably my advice. Yeah, I completely agree, especially whether you're coming from um, high school um, or TAFE or even if you're coming back to study um, after a short or long break, um, there's definitely heaps of ways. Um, what I would recommend is actually starting early <coughs> with like every unit, trying to get ahead because um, if something happens, you can always like um, get back to it and like you're always on top of things. So that's something that helped me. And here at UNE, we have um, heaps of services, um, such as a study gym that personally helped me. It helped um, me beat procrastination, um, so I got ahead of study. Um, it also helped me time manage, so just um, getting a bit of um, going to the library for an hour each day or like a couple times a week, just um, getting a study planner done like that. Um, we have a wide range of services that um, can be of use as well. Yeah, I also um, like to take advantage of the fact that I have a terrible memory. Um, and what I mean by that is I actually pop something in my calendar to send me calendar reminders that my assignment is due at X date when it's actually a week before it is actually due, but I've just forgotten that it's a week due before. So even if I have that last minute panic, I then know that I do have an extra week up my sleeve, um, which is also moving the clock forward five minutes when you're late for meetings also helps to get early on time. But <laughs> it's good to take advantage of the fact that you've got a bad memory. Yeah, great time management advice from both there. Um, and definitely some good resources to check out. I'm just going to quickly add on to what Fee was saying before about uh, the money that we can offer. Um, so there's lots of unclaimed scholarships each year that UNE and you know all of the universities have um, typically, and it's it's mostly because students are unaware that they're there. So um, go have a dig around and see if you can find any scholarships that would uh, suit your particular situation, and see if you're able to um, get onto that. Um, and I think that wraps us up for today. Um, so thank you for your time, everyone. And special thanks to Fee and Lockie for making the time to come to the show. Thanks, thanks to Fam thank for hosting the show and helping out. And a big thank you to everyone that is listening in live or on the podcast later on. 
Feel free to tune in next week to hear us talk about plagiarism and the importance of honesty in the academic environment. I hope you've all had an enjoyable listening experience and good luck with your studies in trimester one. If you have other topics, ideas or suggestions that you would like us uh, to discuss in the future, you can always reach out to us on the UNE Facebook page, the UNE Student Success Facebook page. Sorry. Um, you've been listening to the UNE Guide here on Tune FM 106.9. This is Fleetwood Mac Dreams.